0: Got it okay recording in progress <laughs> <laughs> all right so we i we all are very excited to sit down first off let's just go ahead and throw this out here today we're going to review dr strange in the multiverse of madness i had to write that down and read it and make sure i read it right because whenever i did my short review i didn't say the title right and i know whenever somebody watches it like you got the title wrong and it's going to be like whatever but <laughs> We're going to talk about that. And I'm going to prefix by saying also, we're going to be completely spoiler free here. We're not going to talk about any of the spoilers, nothing about Robert Pattinson showing up as Batman or anything <laughs> like that will be brought up. If um, only. But uh, maybe it would have made it good. But we'll get into that yeah. a little bit. Um, but I'm also very excited because not only do I have one Ackman with me, I've got two Ackman's, and one <laughs> of which is making their podcasting debut today. So, how are we today?
1: Good, excited. <laughs> Better before I watched that movie. Yeah, literally.
0: Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy because we, I, I asked earlier today before we were discussing the excitement value. Let's, I want you guys to give me and give everybody, how excited on a scale of one to 10 were you for this film?
2: I wanted something really big. I mean, obviously not as big as like Endgame, But I was like a
1: solid eight on a scale of 10. Like Wanda Maximoff is one of my favorite characters in the MCU. Um, I finally watched Doctor Strange today and I really liked it more than I thought I was going to um, because the last time I tried to watch it, I did fall asleep. Um, But that was like years ago. Um, So I was like really excited for this. I also kind of felt like this was being hyped up as like one of the bigger parts of phase four. Um, and I've really loved phase four until this moment. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah,
0: I was, and I've, and I expressed this in the chat. I've been very neutral about this one. And it's, it's, I think for me, it's more because I am very superhero out. Like Mm -hmm. I love the idea of like, everything was an event leading up to each film. But obviously I've talked about the fatigue being within the TV shows yeah. And that, to me, is, like, there's something all the time that's Marvel and it's on. And, like, it's okay to consume that and it's great, but, like, it doesn't make... I don't feel like it, made it makes it special anymore. And just, like, mm-hmm. they used to feel like events and this didn't feel like an event as much. But, all right, so we're going to break down things we like, things we didn't, overall score, where it ranks amongst the Marvel movies. Let's talk about the things that we did like. Nicole, what are some of the things that you did like about this movie?
1: Um... Um, No, I'm trying to decide if what I'm going to say is a spoiler. I don't think it is because she was in the trailers. Um, I like that we get to see Rachel McAdams as Christine again. I think that's a a character who didn't get enough screen time in the first film. Um, Not that they do like a lot with her in this movie, I think, but like we do get to see her again. And also anytime I get to see Rachel McAdams as a redhead, I'm thrilled. Um, That was something that I liked. I thought some of the visuals were fun. Not all of them, but some of them. Um, And I think, I will say like, I think that Elizabeth Olsen and Benedict Cumberbatch, but particularly Elizabeth Olsen did give a very good performance. Um, I think that there were definite issues with the writing, but it felt like the cast was doing the best that they could with it.
0: Anna, things you like about the movie.
2: Um, I really like Dr. Strange, the first one. So yeah. I like that there's some mentions like to his past mm-hmm. and he obviously has a past with Christine and like that is referenced a lot. And it's so, like, you really wouldn't understand it if you hadn't seen the first one, which I like. Um, This is really small, but they actually did like a slightly different intro for it, mm-hmm. which I like that a lot.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> The way that we are grasping it so
0: yeah, <laughs> oh. it really is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to mention real quick though at the beginning though, he he does wake up in the middle of a I don't know if this is spoiled, whatever, woke up in the yeah. middle of a dream and his and his laptop is still sitting there. My laptop would have been fell over. Like that really bothered me. I don't know why I did, but as a person that has fallen asleep with their laptop on the bed, like that would have been on the ground. Like no,
1: I literally wake up like that <laughs> so often. It happened to me literally last week. I woke up laptops still open in my bed. She does that all um, the time. I felt very seen in that moment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So unattractive view of Benedict Cumberbatch, Dr. Strange though, like he is older and they're not trying to sell him as like a younger guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah. things that I did like, um, I did love the fact that Elizabeth Olsen did um, kick some ass in some mom jeans That was really incredible. There is, so my, and I won't talk about this quite yet, but there was some sequences with her that she really kicked ass. And I was like, that was incredible. Like there's several sequences where you're like in awe. And I think that's my biggest overall underlining issue. There's bits and pieces that are really good, but Elizabeth Olsen in the first half of this film is incredible. Like I feel like she, this is, you could have called this movie you know scarlet witch you could have called it i keep
1: forgetting that it's not that like up until like i kept literally just being like wanda maximoff in the multiverse of madness yes
0: yeah yeah. like it should have been that it's crazy because i look at it this way like if you look at several of the last couple of marvel movies you had black widow the -hmm. what the film was about was not what the film was about really you know what i mean hawkeye the tv series was about hawkeye but it's not really about hawkeye in some aspect
1: in some ways, so it's kind of like captain america civil war yeah which is as much a tony stark movie as it was a steve rogers film
0: exactly and it's like i think at some point i like dr strange's character i don't know if i love him enough to see any more movies of just dr strange you know what i mean like he's a good additional he's like hawkeye Hawkeye Mm -hmm. never needed a movie, right? You know what I mean? Nobody ever thought the series worked because of other aspects, not because of Hawkeye. Hawkeye might be one of the worst characters. He's fun in a big fight, right? He's really good in Endgame. Don't get me wrong. He's incredible in Endgame, like the scenes that he's emotional. Great. But I really like, what else did I like about this movie? Um... Um, there's a fight sequence between i forget his name uh and dr strange and then they're fighting in between the thing there's some of those hand-to-hand combat scenes that i really did yeah. like there there's some good fight sequences and there's some really bad ones um <laughs> but i can't really think of anything i really else i like this, i didn't like the score i'm sorry we're going on things i didn't like now hang on <laughs> all right so transitioning there as you can see folks with the tone of what this conversation already is like Um, this this movie was not very good on so many different levels and we'll kind of get into the things we didn't like now and yeah go ahead Hannah I'm gonna let you kick us off there
2: um I think they got honestly just a little lost overall just a little lost with Dr. Strange like even as soon as we see him I was like this is not Stephen Strange that we saw in the first one and i yeah. was genuinely confused and then like 15 minutes in i was like oh i guess we're just going to stay here with that
1: yeah
2: <laughs> um yeah a lot of the like cgi effects were just not very good and then they would have really good ones yeah and some of them i was like this is terrible like this is so bad yeah i think wanda's character gets very lost as well mm-hmm. and A lot of it just felt like kind of unnecessary. And I was just like really confused.
0: (laughs) And not in a good way, right? You know what I mean? Like you watch everything everywhere all at once and sometimes you're very cute. And the thing about this is, the problem with this is, is there's going to be a lot of comparisons to that because that movie just came out recently. And it's not necessarily fair because they're two totally different movies, but they're also set in multiverses, which doesn't help this movie and yeah. the script is terrible. <laughs> like there's no emotional weight to this film. No. Right. There's none. And that really bothers me because there should have been, right? right. I yeah. feel like this could have been a very um, like even when you get to the point where um, where you have WandaVision where she's mm-hmm. stru- stuck between her and Scarlet you 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 see that internal battle. I you didn't care. Like, no, he's fighting for her kids per se, and there's no like I'm just like mm, okay,
2: WandaVision know- was like completely heartbreaking, like
1: everyone was so hung up on WandaVision. You know, the whole thing too about how like Sam Raimi apparently like, didn't watch all of WandaVision or something. Mm. Um, yeah, I believe it, <laughs> I believe it 110 percent because That's I true. think that it felt like they kind of took a lot of character development that has happened for Wanda and just like, like, I don't know where it went. They just like threw it out the window because I think that where we end in Wanda Vision and where we find Wanda in this film, there's a really weird disconnect. Yeah. Um, it feels like she threw her morals out the window in like a way that's not justified um, in terms of a character arc. And I I just, like, as someone who loves Wanda a lot, I feel like they really messed it up.
0: She did love mom jeans, though. I must admit that. She Ooh. did.
1: She, and, and Lizzie Olsen did the best that she could, I think. Oh, she's, uh, like, yeah,
0: I agree with you. There's yeah. several scenes where she's, like, and that's my problem with this movie. There's yep. several scenes where you're, yep. like, this is what I wanted for two hours, yeah. right? This is yeah. two hours and nine minutes. I was very surprised when you told me that. A lot of yeah. Marvel movies like to overstay their welcome, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing sometimes. But this one felt long. Like this yeah. felt longer yes. than like Spider-Man did. I cannot Spider-Man believe
1: did. this is only <laughs> two few hours.
0: Yeah. Like
2: I also just like everything it felt like has been leading up to this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I wanted it to be like a Civil War, Avengers movie sort of thing. And then I was very underwhelmed. It felt completely out of
1: place.
0: Again, this is spoiler free. Were you guys underwhelmed with who was in the movie? And who was, I'm sorry, underwhelmed with who wasn't in the movie.
1: Yes. I also, I think that Marvel has created a problem for itself um, in that one of Marvel's whole things has been that the MCU is connected and it all works in the same universe. It's not like DC where things are disjointed. I don't think everything's connected anymore because I think that there are things that have happened in films that contradict each other now particularly if you add in the tv series as well Yep. um like I in particular it's I don't think that Loki Eternals and Multiverse of Madness yes can all work in the same universe
2: because they all work on multiverses but they're all different (laughs) yeah So that doesn't work.
1: Marvel doesn't know what their multiverse <laughs> roles are anymore. No. And breaking it. Like time travel, they just don't yeah, understand.
0: <laughs> Another thing that was really disappointing was the lack of time we've spent in like multiverses. We were in what, like three multiverses? And like yeah. in like we're like I'm an hour into the movie and I think we were in like what like maybe one one and a half multiverses and it's like we all didn't
1: right. really get to explore them that no. much like I wanted it, to it's know the so title
0: that. of the movie like hello guys like oh yep. by the way I I'm, I'm not going to butcher Miss Gomez I'm gonna call her Miss Gomez I don't know how to say her first name if you guys do run with it but America, her being her name, it was the worst name ever. Can we please, God bless America? Like, I I don't even, didn't mean to say it like that.
1: Okay. But also, there's some lines that use her name that are like funny because of her name being that, that are meant to be serious. Oh my God.
0: I was like, America. And you forget that her name's America. Yes. And you're like, they say the line and you're like, that's funny. Oh, wait, it's not funny because her name is actually America. And it's like, (laughs) what? Why? Another it's thing. It's like
1: suddenly Stephen Strange is addressing the country of the United States. <laughs> yeah. I
0: didn't, I liked her character, but I, there was no character development there.
2: Yeah, she was very much just
1: like an object that got like carted around. It, that's is a she kind example.
0: Of, that's a perfect thing. You know thing. in Disney okay.
1: films when there's like an animal sidekick? Yes. She had all the character development of like Olaf. <laughs>
0: She's the like, best friend of Daisy Edgar Jones in Fresh. Like, you know what I mean. Like, that's what she was. She yeah. did. Really Although
1: I think the best friend in Fresh gets to do more.
0: More. That's true. Also, very true.
1: Yeah. And like yeah. the actress was good.
0: Yes, I did love her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Miss, Miss it's, Gomez. It's not call her. like she's so young that they were like concerned mm-hmm. that they couldn't do much with her or something. Like. Right. I um, although I will say actually one thing I do like about this film is um, it felt like for a while in the MCU and and he's still kind of doing it Hawkeye was like the surrogate father for every character Um, and now Stephen Strange has decided to become the dad to every child that he finds and I do love that like I I like this idea that particularly with some of the other characters gone that Stephen has sort of stepped into this role as a mentor. in the way that, you know, Tony used to be for sort of younger characters in the MCU. So I do appreciate that. Um, Although, again, I don't want to, like... I'm trying to figure out a way to say this without it being a spoiler. I also think there are things in this film, and we were discussing this on The Car Ride Home, that contradict things that Stephen Strange said in Endgame. Right. Because there are universes that we see. Um they talk about thanos too much i think i think that's my yeah. thing and i think it just doesn't fit his character yeah
0: and and yeah i can't talk about that that's too much of a spoiler yep. like whenever they yep. do bring him into the equation it didn't make any sense like i didn't Even, like
1: either they broke things that have happened before yeah or we need to question these characters and if they've been telling the truth right exactly him look horrible and we already (laughs) did that whole thing in the first one where
2: like he's not a good person and then he is at the end and so like yeah we really had to go through all that again
0: yeah I I wasn't a fan I don't know I just I I really just did not like this movie and I think
1: some of the visuals also just were not good like some were but there were also there were moments of visual effects where I was like oh yikes it was bad yeah
0: I really didn't love the visuals at the beginning of the movie. No. Like the opening sequence with the eye thingy and all that. I thought they were terrible. yeah. I thought the visual effects in Black Widow were bad, and they were, but this was brutal.
1: Well, the thing is too, like in Black Widow was never sold off of having good visual effects. So whenever it had like subpar ones, I was like, that's fine. Black Widow is more of a character piece. Whereas I felt like their whole Pitch on this film was like, Sam Raimi, cool visuals, like, yeah, whatever. So then, whenever I saw it, I was like, that's it. Like,
0: I felt Inception did a better job with the multiverse of dreams than this did. Like, Inception is an incredible movie that really highlights. You know what
1: has a lot better visuals in this film? Moon Knight. Um, True. Like, I think that we're seeing something a little bit weird in Marvel's Phase 4, and that I think that the TV shows. Are sort of eclipsing the films, Spider-Man aside. Um, if you sort of think about the ways in which they're doing character development, the ways that they're sort of playing with what Marvel does in terms of genre, I think that like, remember when they said that this was going to be a full-on horror movie? Oh yeah. yeah. Where? Well, see, where that's did that the go?
0: perfect segue. Like, I watched this and. The other thing that I've always loved about Marvel is is you attract audiences that vary, right? From top to bottom. And that's what Marvel's always been known for and I understand they cross they can cross that line, but they they've been very good at crossing that line without crossing that line. They really crossed the line in this. It's not a horror movie. Anybody that says this is a horror movie the thing about it is it's not for kids either right you know what i mean it's this is not for kids somebody had brought a kid tonight and they were like i can't believe like with the expectation of understanding this is a marvel movie like there's going to be parents that bring their kids this weekend and their kids are going to be terrified they might leave like they legitimately might leave this movie because well
1: and i think the thing is too like it's too scary for kids but it's not scary enough to get like
0: for a the adults. Horror, to get, like, a <laughs> right. horror
1: audience that doesn't normally watch Marvel films. Right. No. Well, I think, um, like, Moon Knight is significantly scarier. it's not that scary.
0: No. Yeah. It, there's tones of Moon Knight that are actually kind of terrifying. It's yeah. also, Moon like... Is,
1: Moon Knight is scary in an almost, like, Hitchcockian way. Like, it's, yeah. there's a lot of, like, psychological, like, thrillery type stuff. It's, um,
0: still, it's still Midnight. Let's be real. But...
1: Well, okay, but still so it's better than this, like in terms oh. of like, I think the first, also like- The
0: first three episodes of Moon Knight were better than this and I hate it. But I did not love the first three episodes of Moon Knight, so.
2: I think also like they tend to, if they're doing like a trilogy or something, they mm-hmm. all have like the same theme overall. Like the Iron Mans are more like a war movie, mm-hmm. almost like the same with the Captain Americas, but those tend to be more like Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Thor ones are very like Norse mythology, whatever, the first Doctor Strange is super trippy. Like, yeah, you use a lot of portals. You see a lot of that kind of magic and it's a lot of like mental things. And then this one didn't really have like any trippy sequences. Oh,
0: and yeah, that's true. It's, it, It went away from everything it's built, right? This was supposed yeah. to be, because on some aspects, like Spider-Man is in this universe, but he's not in this universe type of thing. But obviously right. we saw a lot of Doctor Strange within this. And it was like, first off, coming off that big multiverse thing like we had one failed like one miss like one small mention of spider-man and i like dr strange's humor right he's got a very funny dad humor to him i would call it kind of like he has like, yeah. and you make the perfect point of like calling him like the new iron man which he really kind of is in that dad like figure but like the forced humor is terrible like there's there were several bad jokes like they, they beat the Spider-Man joke to death. Like the first line, funny, seven lines after, I'm like, all right guys, like you literally are yeah. killing me.
1: That random moment that they put into like slow-mo that I think was meant to be funny, but I was just like, that was dumb. Um, yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> I think the funniest <laughs> moments are literally just between Dr. Strange and Wong, which has yeah. always been funny and they love each other in real life. So like,
0: yeah it's incredible like they have a great banter like the whole bowing thing whenever the bowing moment does happen hilarious yep. right you know what i mean and i love Wong. i think that he's a great i love him love him another use they just did not use him well in this like yeah. at all like he's incredibly important to dr strange in this universe like in dr strange's world like this is a right hand man and in some aspects he's really the top dog you know what i mean he really is the top dog of it all Like. But-
1: like, I, I'm trying to not give too many spoilers, but where was he in all the other universes?
0: Right. Yeah. There's no other Wongs. There's only one Wong.
1: And
2: we but see I- in the first mm-hmm. one, he's incredibly intelligent. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. That's why I love his character because he's like, he's the over-intelligent guy that's a super fucking smart ass. Like, yep. and I love that. You know what I mean? And he, yep. he also gives like Doctor Strange... He, he keeps him grounded, right? You know what I mean? Yep. Like he keeps him level headed. And I know that's like where Rachel McAdams really kind of played a role in this. She was the kind of like aspect of keeping him, his head on straight and like trying to make sure that he stayed afloat. But Wong was like severely missed throughout this. Like he's, yep. he had more emotional and impactful moments in other films yep. that were not Doctor Strange where he's not supposed to mm-hmm. be the right hand man. Yeah.
1: I also, there was another character and I'm not going to say who it is because I'm not trying to give spoilers, but that I think it did not make sense that they didn't show up um, in some of the multiverses that we see to a point that I was like, was that person just not available? Because from a writing perspective, omitting them was dumb. Like, yeah, yeah, I think you probably know who I mean.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's and and we might have to we might have to revisit this in like a week whenever everybody's already seen it so we can kind of talk more in depth about it because it's hard to talk about a movie when you can't really say anything about the movie but you can just say yeah this was good this was bad but this right here I want to talk about it but I can't talk about it it's kind of like yeah you know it's kind of like when I write my review about this tomorrow it's gonna be like this particular moment was really cool but Um, all right. Score. Um, I like to run on a scale of five stars. Um, I know we like letter grades. You can give me a letter grade five or, or rate it to five. However you want to, um, where does this rate for you overall? Hannah, you're first.
2: Um, I would say like a two out of five, Nicole, especially because it's a Marvel movie. So I expected a lot more. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm sitting, I'm going back and forth between a two and a two and a half. Yep. Um, we're seeing it again on Friday. We're seeing it in IMAX. I want to see if that helps at all. If maybe like having lower expectations makes it a 2.5 instead of a two. But yeah.
0: I went in saying that I gave the original Doctor Strange three and a half stars. And I and I wasn't a super, like, super excited about it. I wasn't. I walked into this, I was not excited for this at all. I really just did not care about this and I didn't think it was going to be good. And I do that with a lot of movies anymore because I get worried about just having high expectations for movies, but this was not good. And (laughs) I am, I'm very much in the two, two and a half range. Like Elizabeth Olsen for me gets a full star by herself just because of what she did. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: like, I also want to like subtract five stars for this terrible script is bad the script is terrible it's brutal and whoever like I'm sorry but this is one of this is probably one of the worst scripts in Marvel's history like script wise like not worst movies because there's been worse movies but even if you look at some of the quote-unquote worst movies of Marvel a lot of them are early on right we're still figuring shit out
1: even things like iron man 3 or thor the dark world that get thrown out as like the worst marvel movies a lot i think at least those films understand their characters yeah it just doesn't all come together whereas i feel like this movie does not understand the character arcs that these characters are on
0: i don't yeah i don't and it's it's incredibly just dis- and this craziest is like as much as Spider-Man's not part of the universe in some aspects, but he is in some aspects, but you're coming off one of the, not just one of the best Marvel movies, but you're coming off one of the best comic book superhero movies of all time. And then you follow that up with Batman, which is also one of the best comic book movies ever made. You're that next step, right? And, and you fall short significantly, like if I am looking at the grand scale, this is not a good movie. It's
1: not. Like, I literally, the movie ended, and I turned to Hannah, and I said, at least we have Thor Love and Thunder. Like, yeah. because, which now it's like, almost feels unfair to that film, because I feel like now there's more pressure on it.
0: More pressure to, than ever.
1: Right, to sort it of has like, to bring it back in. It's back up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, you're right. Yeah. No. I trust Tyga. I think he can probably pull it off. Yeah. Um, and I also think that Tyke is a little bit better at making his style blend with the MCU style in a way that feels comfortable. Whereas I felt like this, there were moments where I was feeling like this weird tension. There you was know, some moments being, like Sam
0: Raimi. It's like, cool, you're doing Sam Raimi stuff. But then also it's like, all right, we we need you to reel that in, Raimi. Like that's too yep. Sam Raimi. You know what I mean? And like it
1: felt like it didn't find a nice balance. Whereas I feel like something like Thor Ragnarok or even something like the first Thor film with sort of looking at Kenneth Brana's style, um yeah. found a balance between the two things a lot nicer. And uh I'm I'm hoping that Thor Love and Thunder can find that because this certainly did not.
0: Yeah. I tweeted this out and I just tweeted it out and think it was going to be like the world coming to an end, but I tweeted about how I would <laughs> never want the Daniels to be a part of a Marvel movie. And the reason is, is because, yeah. and it wasn't that I don't love the Daniels. Anybody could look at my letterbox to know that literally the Swiss army, Swiss army, man, is one of the best movies I, I like ever. I mm-hmm. love it. It's weird. It's crazy. And then of course, everything everywhere all at once is brilliant, but Isn't like it? those guys are creative to an aspect mm-hmm. of, you don't want to touch that. Yes. Sam Raimi is brilliant. Sam Raimi is a yeah. very smart man. Like, and he has great writing abilities and great directing abilities, but you yeah. can see he was limited by what he was given, right? In Marvel universe, yeah. you can be creative, but you have to adapt to the Marvel way. And Taki, he did a great job of that with Ragnarok. I did not, mm-hmm. like that trailer, for Ragnarok looked terrible. It looked stupid. Yeah. It looked awful. I love the movie. Now don't get me wrong, Thor Love Thunder, or whatever the hell it's called looks terrible, too. But <laughs> I'm very excited about it because I do love his work and and I do think that it could be good, but you're the expectation it's gonna be interesting. yeah, I did see this movie. We also this I saw this movie with a bunch of critics. a lot of them really enjoyed it. thought it was very good. We watched two totally different movies, apparently. <laughs> but um, I think this is gonna be very divisive. I really do. I really mm-hmm. feel like. This could be one of the lower rated Marvel movies we've seen in quite some time.
1: I think part of the issue with it will be too that um, there, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the right way to say this. There aren't as many Doctor Strange fans as there are Wanda fans. I feel comfortable yeah. making that statement.
2: Yeah. And
1: yeah. I don't think Wanda fans are going to be happy with this film. And I think they've been capitalizing on the like Wanda hype to market this movie after WandaVision. And I think that's going to sort of come around and bite them in the ass. So,
2: yeah. I think they could have done like
1: almost anything
2: to Wanda and the Wanda stands would keep loving her if they would support that with anything. But I don't really think that they're going to support what actually happened in this movie. You
0: know what scared me was, I remember I saw this recently, Elizabeth Olsen said like sometimes they just film stuff and they just tell them to do stuff. And then whenever it's done they see it and they're like, oh, that's what I was doing that for. And that kind of scared me a little bit because if you're not giving context and like some sort of emotional weight to your characters that what they're doing, obviously they can't see it. They're green screening the shit out of everything. You know what I mean? Which I think to the fault, like to a fault, it's gotten bad. Right. You know what I mean? But if you're not giving them emotional weight, you can't get that I can't get that vibe from anybody. I never felt anything in this entire movie. Like the the only thing yeah. that I ever felt throughout this entire movie was the conversation between Wong and Bennett and Doctor and Strange at the end of the movie. But it was only because you can relate to that to your own life. If I would have yeah. felt that from point A to point B to the end of this movie, we would have, like, it would have been a totally different movie. But yeah. I don't know. So just uh, before we go, overall, just overall thoughts and where you think it, is it like, I mean, obviously, I think we're all going to be on the same page here, but like, you know, top, mid, bottom tier, does this, does this reach your bottom five? We talked about it. You don't have to list the bottom five, but does this fit itself into that bottom five for you guys?
1: You know what I'm actually very thrilled about? I think Thor The Dark World is my guilty pleasure film. Like, it's a bad movie. I will readily admit that. But I like it because there are good things in it. And I think that it's a really interesting, uh, the way that it advances the characters, I think is interesting. This movie gets to push Thor The Dark World out of my bottom five. I love that. So thanks to it for that, I guess.
2: It is definitely in my bottom three. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I usually like, whenever I'm rating a movie, I think about what I want to watch it again. I have to watch it again on Thursday opening (laughs) night because we have tickets. Yeah, Thursday. But after that, I will probably never watch it again because I literally, I'm going to pretend like it didn't happen. (laughs) That is not,
1: no. It's not as bad as the film I'm about to say, but in some ways, the way that I felt after watching it and knowing I had tickets to see it again felt like my experience the first time I watched The Rise of Skywalker (laughs) and knew I had (laughs) tickets to see it a second time. And I was like, maybe I'll like it better I didn't I'm like mm, um, I have to go see that again <laughs> I'm like oh we're gonna see it in IMAX like... I, had it,
0: I had it booked in my I didn't buy the book the tickets yet but I had it booked in my mind I was like I'm ready to watch this again um I would I probably will never watch this movie ever again yeah. <laughs> I I have no desire to um whenever the clips come up online where I can watch hot mom jeans and Olsen just killing people I'm all about it let's go but um and honestly, I can't, I really, we we probably will have to rediscover this conversation because there's a lot of stuff that happens with spoiler X, Y, and Z that I hate so much that I can't wait to just have conversations with because it's really, it's awful. Like, and, yeah. and, and we will probably be back with this again because there's a lot of the stuff to talk about spoiler-wise that I hated so much about this movie.
1: same. Same, so,
0: move <laughs> Wow, this has been a great uh, first part. I'm glad we were on the same page. I was terrified that I was gonna get yelled at because as soon as I came out, I was like, holy shit, that was bad. I was like, if they, I text a few people, one person yeah. got back said, I loved it. I was like, shit, all right, let me, t- <laughs> let me text the Ackmans. Let me see where we're at. Because I was gonna say like, let's leave all of our impressions for the show. But I was like, I needed to know what I was walking into. Yep. Yep. Like, yeah. I, I, I was like, am I gonna get ganged up on? Because I'm terrified. <laughs> And I did not So it's incredible. But Hannah, like, this is great, great first part Like, you were nervous. You were freaking out. Like this is, you killed it. I don't understand. (laughs) Thank
1: you. Yeah. Well done.
0: Like we, we, this needs to happen more. Like we're going to do this again. Like, you know um, yeah. So after you guys can give me pointers, like on, on Thursday, when you see it again, because I have no desire to, you can yep, just text yep. me afterwards and be like, yeah, just as bad as the first time. Be like, yep, cool. We'll I really know. don't we have will. to see it again. I really don't <laughs> have to see it again. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I I will say this. It I saw everything everywhere all at once in IMAX.
1: Okay. So yeah.
0: I feel like I would I really wanted to see this tonight in IMAX. Instead, I saw it in just the regular old theater. I know. Sorry, I don't mean to sound like a yeah or whatever sorry guys <laughs> sure i'll get shit on for that comment but
2: um it was
0: just a regular feeder you know no rpx yeah. no seat shaking none of that and i'm just i really don't care to because the sound wasn't that good the score wasn't that good again yeah uh, speaking of which like real quick before we go spider-man score poof, the batman score poof, same person obviously this score
1: yeah I so. said no out loud yeah, like three she times. Did. She luckily we were in like a fairly empty screening because she literally a couple of times said no out loud. <laughs> and I was so cool. I And like, up. when you've lost as big of a Marvel fan as <laughs> Hannah is, yeah. that's when you know you did something wrong.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, I, yeah.